0: Hi socialites, I'm Erin, the Urban Mermaid, and thank you for listening to the Grounded and Glam, Modern Mystics, and Motherhood podcast. If you are new here, I'm a mother, writer, holistic lifestyle educator, Usui Reiki master, intuitive empath and reader. I also do chakra analysis and birth chart readings and wellness plans. You can check out my parenting horoscopes on redtricycle.com, and I also do the horoscopes over at fireandlux.com. I'm currently doing a Grounded and Glam Shift Your Vibes Energy Session every Tuesday and Thursday via Zoom at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which combines a bunch of esoteric healing modalities to help you de-stress and relax. I have officially launched my Grounded and Glam membership. If you are ready to show up for yourself, do the inner work, and be fully supported along the way, this is for you. Members get access to the members-only private community Facebook group, The Grounded and Glam Temple. And there is pricing for everyone, no matter your budget. I'm talking Reiki, readings, high-vibe food recipes, moon magic, rituals, discounts on services, alchemy oil blends, and so much more. I go live and I do roundtables, discussions, workshops, and webinars, all for my members. You can find me on my website, www.erintheurbanmermaid.com, on IG at erintheurbanmermaid, or my business page, The Urban Mermaid, on Facebook. Thank you for joining me. Welcome back, socialites. Thanks for bearing with me as the podcast took a little hiatus, because in all actuality, I was taking anything but a vacation. I'm so grateful to be able to be of service to my outstanding lightworker and empath clients, and especially my Grounded and Glam members. This first month of the membership was a blast, and Spirit has shown me so many new offerings to be of service. But it was also a learning curve. I am my only employee, and with so many restrictions going on in customer service world, I definitely had points of stress. Hopefully the hard part is in the past and we could sail smoothly ahead. I am also going to be doing the podcast when it feels good to me and not every Friday, because my Virgo moon will overwork and exhaust me. But don't worry, I'll still be here for you, dropping all that spiritual, wellness, and motherhood knowledge. I had an incredible Lionsgate portal group activation event on 8-8 that just had me vibing from the electric energy of everyone who attended. Next Tuesday on 8-18, we have a new moon in Leo, and I will be offering another new moon astrology roundtable so we can see where the Leo placements are in your chart and where the moon is transiting through your chart and how it will be affecting you. This is, of course, free to my members, but I will open it up for 10 spots to the collective for purchase. On Friday, August 28th, I will be doing another workshop for my Grounded and Glam members on how to connect with your guides. This will be done live inside the members-only Facebook temple, and of course, it is included in the monthly membership, which if you have not joined this monthly membership, what are you even doing? But it will be available for private purchase through my website after. Okay, let's get into everything. Today I'm going to talk about a journey to radical self-acceptance and self-love, and part of that comes with addressing your own limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs are feelings or emotions that are negative in nature, and just by us thinking and believing them, they cripple us, put us on a whole different lower vibration. They create blocks in our minds, hearts, and energy field. Many of these beliefs are created in our childhood, when we are told by someone else, either our faults or why we aren't good enough, or it could come from your environment. And sadly, we carry this through life, believing them, and these traumas become our triggers. This is a lot of solar plexus chakra stuff here. Our solar plexus is two inches above our navel, and this is where we hold our confidence, our inner wisdom, and our lions roar to the world. It is literally our I am statement, and mantras. So if we are experiencing blocks here, it is our limiting beliefs eating at us. Deep down, we know we can accomplish anything, but when we start to believe this narrative that has formed over years, we create fear. This is what paralyzes us. Stress, anxiety, depression, low self-worth all start to form when we believe these fears. Some limiting beliefs you might be experiencing are low self-worth or self-value, not feeling good enough, lack, I am not safe, seeking others approval, I can't do it, lack of attention, feeling defeated, doubts, feeling unlikable or not lovable, and it goes on and it's really individual to the person. You all know that I do intuitive astrology and looking at your Chiron placement can be very helpful in understanding your limiting beliefs. Chiron is the wounded healer. So where your Chiron is, is your core wound, but it's also your superpower when you choose to work through this. We are all on our journeys, spiritual ascension, personal development, whatever it might be. And in order for us to ascend, we have to work through these fears so they cannot cripple us any longer. One of my girlfriends has taught me something very wise. She taught me there is a message in my mess. To offer you all some radical transparency on myself and learning to love myself, I will tell you a bit about my fears and experiences here. I'm still on my journey. In fact, we all are, because it's never over. We take the lessons from this life into the next. The limiting beliefs that I truly believe do a number on me are fear of lack and low self-value or worth. I grew up in Brooklyn, New York and until I was 16, I lived on the outskirts of a very wealthy neighborhood. My part of the neighborhood was going through a transition and there weren't any kids on my block. We lived in a very run-down apartment in a home. Our landlord was like 3,000 years old and she didn't really keep up with the place it wasn't, um wasn't well cared for. And her kids and her grandkids were always trying to pull some shady stuff. But my parents had lived there from way before I was born. And I know she kept the rent really cheap. We were not poor and I always had everything I needed and had great birthdays and Christmases. But I always heard my parents say they didn't have enough money. They always fought about money. My dad would work seven days a week. My mom had two jobs. And they were really busting their asses. And that gets programmed into you as a kid. And I am by no means blaming my parents because in truth... They learned this from their parents and they really did their best to give me everything of what they could. But I was always embarrassed of our home. I was always embarrassed that my parents drove old cars. I was friends with or I went to school with a lot of kids who had a lot of money. And when you're that age, yeah, some kids don't judge you and don't care. And I definitely had a few friends like that growing up who their family had money and they were actually amazing to me, taking me on family trips and sleepovers But when you get to junior high school, kids are assholes. I also spent most of my time since I was in pre-K at my grandma's because my parents worked and she took care of me. And she lived kind of in between the really wealthy area and the area that was turning. I always felt much happier there. I had friends on that block. It was close to my school, close to my other friends. It felt very safe there. I was happy when my parents decided to send me to Catholic high school because we all had to wear uniforms. Because not only did that end any fighting with my mom about what I was going to wear, other than book bags, sneakers, and jackets, no one could tell if you had money or not. Everyone took the bus and train, so you couldn't tell who had a nice car or not. I also started working at 14. I actually worked before that, um, just doing babysitting, but I did this so I could buy cool shit and have money for lunch or whatever. Also, at 16, my parents and I moved into my grandma's home, to that better neighborhood, And I finally felt like I was where I belonged. I started working at 14 to buy stuff. Not because I had good work ethic or I was saving for a car. I loved fashion since I was a kid. I would go into the city and go to the international magazine stands. And buy fashion magazines from Europe. Just to see what would be trending in New York to come. So I thought clothes, shoes, bags, whatever it was. I thought made me more valuable. So I put my own self-worth on the value of my possessions. It's crazy for me to even say that out loud. I will say growing up where I did, there was definitely a lot of pressure to dress a certain way. And back in the day with Brooklyn, I cannot speak for now because I've been out of there for 10 years. If I said I was from the area that I was from, people expected you to have money. So how did this fuck with me? Well, I'm not blaming anyone, but I was not taught to save. I was not taught about credit. I was not taught to value myself or my stuff. I was not taught to balance a checkbook. I was not taught about taxes or loans. So at a very young age, I got myself into massive credit card debt just from buying shit. Then I had to take out student loans for college and got into massive debt there when I graduated and our economy tanked and they wouldn't consolidate them. I didn't want to go back to school to stop them and get into more debt. My first job outside of college was on Wall Street. And while I was young, I would still try to hang with the big dogs who were walking around in Ferragamo shoes and belts because they were the respected brokers, not the guys in wrinkly suits who had no office. Also, I worked in the city a lot when I was still back at home. So I was exposed to a lot of culture and fashion and shopping, and I honestly just loved it. I moved to California in 2010 when I was 24 with no job lined up, student loan debt, poor credit, the economic recession was at its peak, and not a dollar in my pocket. Looking back, I think I was not brave at all, but very foolish. And now I had to learn to balance rent, essential bills, get myself a car, which I never had to in New York. And you know, at 24, I wanted to be out enjoying myself and having fun, which is not free. So this created me being in a constant hole and unable to save and live check to check. Because what suffered was when I first moved here, I would buy corn tortillas, a bag of cheese, and two buck chuck from Trader Joe's and make what I call cheesy roll-ups for every meal of the day. I would steal toiletries from CVS. I stole toilet paper from a local bar. My phone would get shut off a million times. I was just not responsible with money. And what I didn't know, by not valuing myself or my possessions, I was putting a vibration out there to keep that happening to me. And this created a trauma of my own programming. My fear of lack came up as if I spend this money, I'll never see it again. I'll have no money. I'll have nothing. I can't pay my bills. I'll get evicted my car will get repossessed. Putting my self-worth on the value of my possessions also created a wound around my looks. Hair extensions, nails, fake tan. And there really isn't anything wrong with any of that, but it actually never once made me happy. Maybe getting my nails done makes me happy, but now it's because I learned to put value on it. I don't get to do it that often, so it's self-care to me and I get to relax away from my kids, and I appreciate it much more. There is a difference between doing stuff because you love yourself, and it feels good, and doing stuff because it comes from fear or a wound. But at this point, if I didn't do that stuff, I didn't think I had any worth, and no one would like me or love me. But here I am now, 34 years old, only acknowledging this stuff and working through it. I'd like to quote Louise Hay. If you accept a limiting belief, then it will become the truth for you. How can we work through our limiting beliefs? First would be acknowledging them. What are they and where did they stem from or come from? Ask yourself why you believe this about yourself. I think journaling on this is a good idea because it forces you to sit there and dig deep. Then make a declaration out loud. I am not this belief. I have the power to change and you do. Reprogramming your thinking is going to be what gets you through this. Start building affirmations surrounding these beliefs into your routine. Every morning when I set intentions and I call in my guides and I do my gratuity exercise, I say things like, please show me the way I could release my fears of lack, self-doubt, and self-worth. I also say, I am so grateful now that I have released my fears. And in my mantra, I say, I call back my power. I make decisions for my highest good. I trust no matter what the universe will hold me, everything is working out for my highest good. I am safe. And stop blaming the outside world and take accountability for yourself. Now when I make a purchase, I say thank you for allowing me to have the funds to make this purchase. And whatever I spend will always come back to me tenfold. Same when I pay a bill. I express gratitude now when I am able to do these things to help work out that fear that I will never see that money again. For limiting beliefs in connection to your looks. For myself, I will continue to say how motherhood gave me a big slice of humble pie. Uh, For that, but looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, I love XYZ about myself. Replace your limiting beliefs with high-frequency ones. I also check in with myself a lot more about how things are truly making me feel. If it doesn't feel good, I don't do it. The proof in all this starts to come when you see yourself making better decisions, setting boundaries, gaining clarity, checking in with yourself, and telling that little voice that is telling you that you're doomed to go fuck itself, and raising your vibes. The more you work on these, you can weaken and eliminate them. Another personal tip is doing a lot of candle and ritual work. I use white candles with herbs and oils for peace and protection. I've done money ones as well, and I get fixed candles from my friends, Seth and Caro. If you're interested in those, you could check out their websites. Um, Seth is beyondmediums.com, and Caro is fireandlux.com. Setting intentions with the moon cycle to release your fears or replace them with new beliefs is also an option. Another option is always be talking to someone about your anxiety. It is okay to seek help to work through your stuff. Everything is energy and everything has a frequency. This includes money, sex, and your beliefs. Reprogram yourself. Believe you can. I'm going to leave you guys with one more quote. What a liberation to realize that the voice in my head is not who I am. Who am I then? The one who sees that, Eckhart Tolle. Thank you, socialites, for tuning in. Please visit my website, www.erintheurbanmermaid.com, and sign up for my newsletter to keep in touch. Wishing you all love and light.